Welcome to the Enlightened Musician Podcast, a podcast all about the music business and learning how to turn your art into an equally successful business, flipping the mentality of a starving artist into a profitable, sustainable career. Each week, we will interview someone that is excelling in their field and talk tips and tricks on how you can implement that for yourself. Because honestly, how can you know what you don't know until you've been enlightened? Welcome to another episode of the Enlightened Musician Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Light, and today we have an amazing guest. Her name is Philomena Coche. She is an Italian singer and songwriter in the Netherlands, traveling around the world with a Master's of Music graduate conservatorium teacher and business owner. She has performed at Tomorrowland, Belgium, the London Jazz Festival, and worked with the multi-Grammy award-winning orchestra, Metropole Orchestra. And she is releasing her debut EP, Love Will Come Back, in early 2021. So we have a lot to talk about. Let's just get on into this conversation. I'm so excited today to have Flamina on. And we are going to actually talk about a little bit about how she got into what she's doing. You already heard on the pre-recording, she's already done some major accomplishments and I kind of just want to talk about your backstory. How did you get into music and kind of give us a brief on how you got there? Uh, hello. First of all, I want to say hello to you, Lauren, and thank you for uh, having me here on the show. Um, yeah, good question. How I got into music? Um, well, I think well, it happens, I think, yeah, by chance, almost, uh, when I was like 10 years old, so some time ago now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was, you know, an audition for a choir and I took part into the audition and um, yeah, I just passed it and was like, yay. And uh, yeah, there were some concerts with uh, this choir and it didn't last very long, that one, but uh, after that, I just decided to continue with it. And I got into another choir and then I started studying uh, like at, at the school. And then I, I did my bachelor that, and my story actually starts. You know, it, it, it's just, it was not really a conscious choice. That, that's what I mean. Uh, it, it's, it just came by itself. So, yeah, I, I didn't decide. It, like, music chose me more than I chose music. Yeah. So that's, that's how it started. And, uh, and then, yeah, it, it became serious and serious, like, with time, like, with my bachelor. And I graduated um, in Italy uh, in uh, just voice. And uh, after that, I started traveling. I went to the UK. I stayed there for some time. And I started traveling. I went to Slovenia, Ireland, Belgium, uh, Brazil. Even it was so much fun going to Rio de Janeiro. Mm -hmm. um, and then, well, I, I started my master um, in 2015. And yeah, I graduated in 2018. Uh, my master of music in jazz and pop voice. And you know, meanwhile, I was doing concerts, uh, of course, and I, I've been involved in, in many festivals. Um, you know, of course, the, like the most important ones that you already uh, said that um, in, in the introduction. Uh, 
mm-hmm. um, like Tomorrowland and uh, the London Jazz Festival. But of course, I've, I've been in more festivals. And yeah, I'm, I'm also a teacher. Um, so I have my own uh, teaching business. and But I've also taught uh, at the conservatorium in Belgium, in Bruges. Um, so that, that's what I've been doing uh, right now. I'm teaching and I'm performing. Well, let's say that Corona didn't make that very uh, easy. Yeah. <laughs> but but I still could, uh, you know, keep going and, uh, you know, finding, finding, you know, newfound creative ways also to do that uh, online. So, yeah. I just I, I keep going with that, but of course I hope that we can uh, soon go back to a more normal, more traditional I way know. of performing. I know um, I'm in the same boat because I'm a musician as well. And you were talking about traveling earlier this whole entire year, traveling I, at the very first of the year, January through March. I was like in eight plus different states and like traveling and then just like halt. So you have to get a little creative. So I'm completely in the same boat of you. You were talking about you traveled a ton. Was that just on your own free will or was there a purpose behind traveling? Was it like musical traveling that you were doing? Um, No, well, there was a purpose. Um, Well, let's say I I started uh, traveling because um, I wanted to uh, do my master in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I had this very big goal in in my mind. And uh, I thought that to to get better and better um, and become, you know, a better musician and better singer, uh, I had to uh, attend master classes and workshops and all that kind of stuff. And I preferred going abroad. <laughs> of yeah. course, there there are of course master classes and you know courses in Italy. Um, mm-hmm. Some are really nice, but uh, I've also been in some uh, in Italy. But uh, I also, you know, preferred just going abroad, and you know, from there I started also performing abroad. I I moved to the UK to study English um, because the course in the Netherlands, my master's course, um, it was an international course, so it was gonna be in English, and I was like. Yeah, I need to speak English and understand English properly to do that. Yeah. So I went to uh, I went to the UK and I started performing there too. And yeah, that was amazing. And then well, also with some you know waitressing on the side at the mm-hmm. time <laughs> because I was not really uh, you know teaching music yet. Yeah. So um, yeah, but it was so so exciting and so useful also because then I I learned (laughs) how to uh, speak English like I'm doing now with you. That's So did you know English before you actually took those courses or any at all? Yeah, well, I I studied English at school, of course. Uh, So I did, uh, I I think I had a very um, good um, base of grammar. Mm-hmm. So my teachers were really good teachers. Um, I, I've been lucky enough to have very good teachers. Uh, so I knew grammar pretty well. Uh, but the thing that uh, I was lacking was practice. So when I was like in front of people, I was almost petrified <laughs> with terror. 
I mean, I tried to uh, talk to them, and uh, well, I understood, but you know, I was, I felt uh, limited, you know, because yeah. I was, I was like, yeah, well, I'm not sure. But when I went to the UK, then uh, I was forced to speak English to them because no one was gonna speak Italian to me whatsoever, mm -hmm. <laughs> of course. And yeah, then I uh, I had to overcome my fears. I've been forced, but that's what I wanted. So that's why I went there. That's so, crazy though. Like that's insanely, uh, one of my producers that I work with all the time is Italian and he had to learn English and does it all the time and like just, multiple languages in general to me is just the coolest thing ever. So, and that's insane. But um, we'll talk about those masterclasses. Uh, did you have like a favorite that you did while you were on the road? Um, well, I think um, the one in Rio de Janeiro was uh, probably uh, one of my favorites because, well, um, one of the, I think different genre of music Mm -hmm. uh, so I like to be uh, very versatile. So I sing jazz and I sing, uh, well, also EDM with, with Tomorrowland, but uh, yeah. um, some classical and um, world music and especially like in world music, uh, Brazilian music. So bossa nova, samba and um, yeah, and that's what I, uh, what I, done like a lot when I was in the like in, during my studies especially uh, in the Netherlands um, so yeah I, I, I thought it was one of the most useful <laughs> ones to do because then I went there where the bossa nova actually uh, started originated so um, yeah and it was yeah just so cool it was so different from mm -hmm. Europe <laughs> anywhere I've ever been in Europe and I was like just looking around I was like wow this is amazing to look at yeah so different and yeah I, ju I just loved it it was a bit weird because like I went in January like the end of January or something like that which mm -hmm. Europe is winter <laughs> but then I went there and it was so warm <laughs> so I was like okay well I knew that it was gonna be warm of course but mm -hmm. yeah you know just the experience that was yeah weird but yeah it was just so amazing and we had a performance at Bekoza das Garafas which is um uh, it's uh, an historical place mm -hmm. in Rio de Janeiro uh, where like a lot of great names of Bossa Nova uh, performed during the years and we had to perform there. It was uh, so cool. But uh, I got sick that night. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> so, <laughs> I had to sing. I had to sing with like temperature. So I was like, oh. So I just I just had to take, you know, some uh, medicine. And but I really wanted to get on stage. That would not be possible today with Corona. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time it was still allowed and it was a really good concert. I really loved it. I was gonna say you'd have really missed uh, not singing in that too. So that's that's so cool. I love too that you were talking about you do multiple genres. So I know your voice when you said you went to school that was for was that for jazz and pop or just vocalist in general? 
um, at the conservatorium in the Netherlands. In mm -hmm. It was just a pop voice, but uh, yeah, the good thing about that school is that actually you could uh, choose uh, whatever you wanted to do. So that's why it was called jazz and pop because it was like a broad, like you, you could choose between a variety of uh, stuff. Yeah, the good thing about that school is like they would give you uh, some money that you could use Mm -hmm. um for external teachers so that that was something for the master only not for the bachelor there yeah um so i could use it you know for teachers that were not at school and study whatever i wanted to uh study with a limit of course there was yeah. an infinite budget unfortunately but it was it was really a nice thing um with that school yeah. No. And we were talking about EDM too. I want to hear about what this Tomorrowland Belgium is. Can you kind of tell a little bit about that experience? So uh, Tomorrowland is a very famous uh, EDM festival um, that per year has 400,000 attendees mm -hmm. uh, so spread into two weekends. Um, and it has like the biggest names of uh, EDM and people from around the world go and, and, and see it. And I was, you know, lucky enough to work at Tomorrowland and sing at Tomorrowland in, a, in an orchestra. Nice. And um, it was just, you know, amazing to be there. I, I don't remember exactly how many people there were. Uh, during the, we had two concerts, um, one on one weekend and the other one on the other weekend, at the other weekend. Um, but our show has been watched by millions of people and like between streaming and YouTube and all, all the platforms, millions of people watched it and it, yeah, it was just so amazing. And after that, I got another job with Tomorrowland uh, for the, the 15th anniversary of Tomorrowland, there was a huge concert at the Zigodom Arena in Amsterdam, where um, I had the opportunity to work with the Metropole Orchestra, which is the it's a, a famous orchestra orchestra in, in the Netherlands. It, it has won uh, several uh, Grammy Awards, and they emailed me, and it was like, oh my god, like Grammy Award winners emailed me. So I was like, yeah, to work with them. And um, with them, we supported uh, big names of EDM. So I, I worked, I can say I worked with Tiesto, I worked with Afrojack, you know, with Armin van Buren, like huge names. So we were supporting them uh, while they were, you know, uh, doing their stuff, playing their, their big hits. So it was amazing. It was like two and a half hour show. We had also there two nights and we had 17,000 people like present at the arena per night. So it was just crazy. And it was one of the best experiences I've ever had with like fireworks inside the arena. So I, <laughs> I, I was so scared and they put yeah fireworks and actually fire. So I was like, I'm so scared, but I have to pretend everything is fine. <laughs> I have to smile on stage, but I'm afraid of the fire. <laughs> no, but everything went fine, of course. But it, it was so amazing. So amazing. 
I was going to say that's been one of my, I've never been able to perform with an orchestra. Like that has to be its own kind of thing. What, what's like a big difference between just playing like by yourself locally or versus like with a full orchestra? Is there like something that just, it feels like magical in me in my mind. I don't know why. Is there something like just innately different? Um, well, in my personal experience, it's, it's, I, I got a bit more anxiety with the orchestra yeah. <laughs> compared to when I, I sing like in duo or trio. Mm -hmm. um, well, but usually when I sing in duo or trio, I can actually decide myself, like mm -hmm. with the other musicians or sometimes even just myself, the repertoire. Mm, gotcha. So what we're gonna do, uh, like we are our own bosses, Mm -hmm. uh, but with the orchestra, you just have to execute what they want me, uh, you know, what they want us to do. So we have to follow uh, sheets, like exactly how yeah. they are written and, and, and everything. Uh, so, yeah, that's the, the main uh, difference. Yeah, I think. that sounds so fun, though. Honestly, that has to be a once in a lifetime. Hopefully, after COVID, though, we can get back to that. Have they been able to do anything during COVID? Because I know you said you had to get a little creative. Uh, has anything been going on musically during all this that you guys have done? Um, yeah, actually, like, well, of course, 2020 has been uh, different from what I thought it would be <laughs> in yeah. the end. But, uh, you know, I didn't lose hope and I didn't lose motivation. Mm -hmm. So I've done actually quite some things. Um, I have a vocal group. We are like 20 something singers and we did like three videos that we put online and that we recorded at a distance <laughs> and uh yeah they are pretty cool videos i should send you the links <laughs> yeah, send me the link and uh for everyone listening i'll actually put this in the show notes so you guys can see this because i'm all about especially choirs and 20 part like that's really cool continue sorry but yeah oh, don't worry don't worry it's fine it's fine and they uh they are pretty cool videos one of them it was like a eurovision tribute ah. it's so much fun because we uh we all uh like at the beginning we were like all dressed very simple in black with almost no makeup or a little makeup you know yeah and then like one after the other we just changed and we got into our eurovision self that's so actually really cool <laughs> was so cool i i was wearing glitters and little little stones like glittery stones it was so so cool like a, like full red lips and you know all that stuff and everyone was yeah wearing different crazy stuff it was, it was so cool and then uh so that with my vocal group and then uh, I've also been in the London Jazz Festival this year. Um, How was that? It was also pretty cool in November um, and uh, it was uh, also online because I could not travel to uh, London as I did other times or well, other times I was also already there. Um, so it had to be online, uh, but it has been uh, still a very cool experience. Uh, it was uh, the Orphe Robinson's uh, Virtual Jazz Club Band. 
Yeah. It's a very long name, so I have to okay <laughs> every word in my head. Um, yeah, with uh, Orphe Robinsons as um, a band leader. And uh, yeah, they sent us our parts and we had to record them. So actually, well, of course, then I knew the song uh, mm-hmm. because I, I read it and I sang my part, but actually I had no idea how it was gonna come out yeah. <laughs> at the end. And I didn't know like the other people that were, you know, playing and, and singing. So like when, when uh, the video premiered online, I was like waiting for it with you know such you know um, just waiting for it with not anxiety but like positive uh, yeah <laughs> anxiety because we're like okay I I don't know how it's gonna come out but I was sure it was gonna be good great um, it was a very good surprise I was really happy about the result uh, it was maybe even better than I uh, imagined it was it was really cool. Well, I guess it's because too, you guys weren't able to practice together or like, I guess everything was individually recorded. Yeah. Yeah. It was individually recorded. I had no idea <laughs> how the other people <laughs> were, were playing, how their parts, because I didn't have everyone's parts. I had only like my part. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I just, I just really didn't have much idea about how it, it was going to come out. At the end, I just knew it like in general, but not like how it would come out. And also the video, I didn't know how it's it wanna how it was gonna you know look like mm-hmm. in the end. But it was so amazing; they did a very great job. With so you that. got to be surprised with everyone else as well. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was yeah. a beautiful surprise. I really loved it. I was uh, so happy at the end. So that was also a very good thing about 2020, like what I did. See, some people in the music industry haven't really done much at all. So that I feel is a huge compliment to still be doing like the London Jazz Festival during a complete pandemic (laughs) is crazy cool. So I think a lot of musicians that are listening to this right now, uh, there are no roadblocks within music. You just kind of got to get a little creative and figure yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Because, you know, when there is like motivation and everything, you can still find a way. Uh, anyway, it's going to be hard. Of course, it was hard. I had moments of discouragement like mm-hmm. everyone else. It, it, it hasn't been uh, easy. Of course, it, it was a challenge. But, uh, you know... You can get creative uh, in the end. It, it, it is possible. <laughs> Definitely. And I, I was going to say, there's one thing we still haven't talked about really. Oh, two things, actually. Uh, you mentioned you're a business owner as well. Do you want to kind of go into that a little bit? Yeah. Well, I um, I started my own teaching business two nice. years ago. So in uh, November 2018. Yeah. With right after you graduated, right? Yeah, after I graduated, yeah. I started my business in Rotterdam. Um, so a music school um, mm-hmm. where I had, you know, students of uh, all ages, all levels. Um, with COVID, it had to uh, become online too. Yeah. Uh, but um, that's not a problem at all. Uh, online lessons are, yeah, of course, it's mm-hmm. not 
exactly the same as in person, but uh, they work, they work. So um, I, I really love to uh, be also a teacher and um, well, not only with my own uh, uh, music business, but also the conservatorium. Actually, that that has been uh, always a dream of mine to have the, the opportunity to teach uh, at a conservatorium because I studied at two conservatorium, like one one in Italy and one in the Netherlands. So I was, you know, uh, looking at my teachers and I was, you know, just saying to myself, I want to be like them. Yeah. And I want to do the same as they do. And um, I got to do it for uh, for a short uh, time in 2019. Uh, I went to Belgium, which anyway is quite close to Rotterdam. So it was not uh, that much of a problem uh, to go there. And it was yeah very good experience. And I hope uh, I can do that again to beside my own music school. <laughs> Of course. I like to do a lot of things. I like to keep busy and do a lot of stops. It definitely sounds like that. Just within a, because all this is happening within a couple years span. I don't think people, if you're listening to this, most people haven't done some of the stuff you've done in years. So trust me, I'm with you on that. I love to be busy and do as much as well. Um, let's actually talk about another thing because it's crazy what all you've been doing during pandemic. Let's actually talk about the new album, what it's called, uh, how that's been going as well. Because it's not out yet, but it's coming. No, yeah, yeah. So my album is another thing that I did during yeah. COVID. <laughs> I love it. Um, the title of the album is uh, Love Will Come Back. Uh, and it will be out uh, in late February. Um, it's gonna be uh, a collection on oh, uh, um, some empowering pop uh, catchy tunes yeah. and uh, melancholic ballads. Um, well, I can say for myself that I love it, but you have to <laughs> listen to it <laughs> afterwards when when it comes out, and you will have to see for yourself. But it's 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 really great. It's really great. It has some uh, great messages. Uh, like the song have uh, some empowering messages uh, that you know talk about um, you know personal uh, growth and you know um, trying to find confidence uh, with yourself. Um, so I think, yeah, they give some very positive messages to people. So I think it's going to be, um, great. I well, took some inspiration. Um, sorry if I interrupted you. Oh, no, 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 no. Go ahead. That's, I think I, you're going to answer what I was going to ask. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But I took some inspiration, um, from Christina Aguilera, I think. Oh, no. Nice. Uh, yeah. Because uh, when I was a teenager, um, like, 15 or, or something like Christina Aguilera was like my my hero <laughs> of music so I was listening to all her empowering songs mm -hmm. and I think that uh, stuck with me a little bit and well that's also part of my personality so that's also how I am personally uh, so I really I really am happy that my songs have you know all these positive uh, messages most of them. 
Most of them. You said there were a couple melancholy ones, but is that <laughs> why you named the album Love Will Come Back? Uh, Love Will Come Back is, uh, no, it doesn't have to do with the melancholic ballads. <laughs> uh, it's actually the title of uh, one of the empowering songs, but it doesn't have anything to do with romantic love. Yeah. Um, it's um, it's much more uh, about you know when you uh, spread love when you like not not necessarily romantic love but uh, mm-hmm. you know like positive feelings yeah. um, when you put out love you're gonna receive love in return so that's more what it means and honestly I think that's so fitting for everything going on right now uh, just when you spread love and positivity that it will come back and I'm huge on empowerment albums, so I definitely would t- suggest everyone to check it out. And it's going to be out, you said, February-ish. We're all on this timeline of we're just kind of waiting and seeing when the right time is to release stuff. But I'm excited about that. That's that's a really cool album, too. I honestly agree with you on there's a lot of romantic albums. So to have something that's empowering and self-empowering and spreading love, it's it's kind of a really nice change up. And I think we could all use that. So I'm excited. Is there anything else that you're excited about coming up this year? Or is it the albums, like the thing that's exciting? Um, Well, I am a person that likes to think ahead. Well, sometimes fortunately, sometimes unfortunately, it depends on the occasions, (laughs) of course. Um, um, So I do have uh, some things planned for 2021 but Mm -hmm. uh for now the only thing i can really talk about is my album uh because well about about the other things i they are still uh you know work in progress Mm -hmm. and uh i didn't have like confirmations exactly about them so we are still organizing and um it also doesn't depend like completely on us. It also depends on, on how COVID goes and what it will allow. Uh, so the only thing that for now is, is very sure and I can, you know, really promote is my album, which is actually like a great thing to talk about with, because it's also my first one. Oh, so, that's yeah. more exciting. How many yeah. songs are going to be on the album as well? Uh, it's going to be five songs, five tracks. Um, yeah, it's, but it, it is my first one. So I'm, I'm so excited. You know, I, I got into songwriting a little bit late mm-hmm. uh, because I've been singing for 20 years. So that's a yeah. very long time. Right? <laughs> uh, but um, I've been, uh, I've always been a bit afraid of writing. Yeah. I found it uh, very uh, confronting. At least we're talking about myself, of, of course. Um, I don't know, because, well, of course, some writers can write about whatever they want to write. But uh, mm-hmm. for me, um, what works is really talk about talking about my life, talking about my feelings and my experiences. Yeah. So um, doing that can be hard. And for me, it, it, it was hard. I felt, uh, you know, very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. and uh, very exposed. So I, I, I found it hard to uh, find the courage to, uh, you know, like really expose myself and like just putting myself out there and, and you know, just so people could read me like an open book. 
<laughs> let's say. So I, I, you know, that's something maybe that uh, has come with time, with maturity, you know, with personal growth. Um, I think so. Uh, it took a little bit longer uh, to come, uh, but uh, I think it came at the right time. So that was the right time to start writing, and I think this is like the right time for uh, my own music to come out. That's so cool too. And I know writing for the first time, it's always really hard, like you said, to be really vulnerable and really put yourself out there. So this first album is almost going to feel like a little bit of a baby, a musical baby, as they say. So. Yeah, yeah, it is my baby. Absolutely. I don't have like, <laughs> like Persians, baby, <laughs> like Persian baby. but, but like, yeah, I think my album is going to be like my baby because it, it's, it's, uh, it, it has been a long process yeah. um, it, that it started, I think, like three and a half years ago. So it's quite some time. I didn't have uh, the idea of the album at the time. Yeah. So that's only the time when I, I knew I was really starting, you know, writing. I was starting to write. Um, so, yeah, I, did, I didn't have the project of the album yet in my mind but that's how it, it starts mm -hmm. so um yeah it, is, it has been quite some time like in like that i needed to write all the songs and then to have some pause and then you know then actually started you know really planning yeah but i do think that people will relate to that a lot more and can actually take those songs and like put them into their own story. So I think the more time you take and really put your heart into something and it really, you know, credits to the album. So I'm really excited for you for that. And I, I hope it's so well received uh, and people can hear some of this too and see kind of the work that was put into it. So that's awesome. I do have one last question for you and it's one of my favorites to ask. Um, so I like to always ask if you were to tell a younger you, someone just starting out kind of in your field, some a little bit of advice, what would be some advice that you would probably give them? Um, I know it's a big question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a big question, but it's, um, yeah, it's a very good one. So. <laughs> So thank you for asking me this question. I always just love the answers I get at the end. They're always just completely who knows. Yeah, well, what I would tell myself as a young me, uh, younger me starting out, is to just not get discouraged uh, by other people's um, opinions. Mm -hmm. Because, you know... You know, like as many you know that you you are a musician too, so you know that um, how music is perceived uh, by people. Like usually, like the mentality that there is uh, with you know the culture and um, people, you know, thinking you know music is not a real profession, and maybe you should do something yeah. else and uh, you know get a degree in, in something that is more useful they they say yeah um, so yeah I, I i i did get comments and mm -hmm. um i got hurt in the past by these comments but i would you know just say just don't listen in the end i didn't listen mm -hmm. but um 
well, of course, otherwise I would not be here <laughs> right now. But um, but you know, sometimes it has been it has been difficult to hear um, some of these comments. So I would just you know just be uh, of support. I would just be supportive with myself <laughs> and yeah, just just say, just keep doing what you want to do. Uh, just don't listen to what other people have to say. If they support you, it's good. If they don't, just the important is that you support yourself. No, exactly. And I think I dealt with that as well. And it's just one of those knowing what you want to do and who you want to be. And any voice that contradicts that is just lame. <laughs> So I love that. And I think anyone listening can really know that a lot of people go through that. And a lot of people have the imposter syndrome and tell people to get a degree in something else or do something else. Uh, don't listen to them. And I love that. And I think that's a great note to end on. I'm going to leave a lot of links for you to check everything out we've talked about today. And I'm really excited about the album and seriously, thank you so much for coming on and hanging out with me and talking. Uh, it's been my pleasure. Oh my goodness. It's been a fun conversation. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I also really enjoyed uh, our conversation and maybe there will be more in the future. <laughs> we'll have to see because you said there's a lot of good things coming up. So I might want to have to know about it. So, <laughs> and I love yeah. this. And hopefully by the time this comes out and everybody's listening on it, Maybe the album will be coming out within the next week or so, or it might have just come out. So either way, I will update the link. So be sure to check back in and the link to the album and also that video of her choir playing. I'm going to put that underneath it as well. So you can check her out. Seriously. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week on the Enlightened Musician podcast. Make sure to visit our website, theenlightenedmusician.com, where you can subscribe to the show on your platform of choice so you'll never miss an episode. Until next time, this is Lauren Light. <laughs>